trade. So you I'm like there the, with you. You like, but I'll make that ten million, and then I'm gonna go buy real estate with that. Well, 10 most million. people will, but be, because you like the security real estate offers mm. on a long term. No, I think it's just in my DNA. I think it's. We just, know for a fact that there is no chromosome called real estate. <laughs> well, maybe there, maybe there is one, <laughs> like, and we're gonna find it today. Welcome, welcome, welcome to The Remix, the video podcast that keeps you in the mix of everything real estate. I'm Noelle Fryson and... I'm Eric Anderson and again, today we're going to talk about DNA. Do you have the DNA for real, real estate? estate? So obviously I do. Noelle, do you have the DNA? I think I do. I'm, well, we don't I'm know in yet. it. Noelle, Noelle actually <laughs> is working on getting that DNA and um, she's actually working on her... Second, my second real estate what? event in her life, which I'm not going to bring that up oh, today. Oh, but well, we she can, may bring it up. Can't tonight. we bring it up? We can. Y'all bring it up. Y'all see this? <laughs> what? You guys are rigging us. Why? Our chairs are down on the bottom. This is that kind of stuff you read about in those books where they, <laughs> yeah. lower, where they lower the people's the chairs. DNA is also how tall you are, and you <laughs> have it today. Omar, they're guys. trying to suppress our awesomeness here. Hold on. Well, but anyway, I'll have you know we're at max height right now, so it's game time. Can we talk about that or wait? No, we can. Well, let's introduce our power panel. Yeah. Oh, let's introduce we'll the power through. panel. I got, this, I got a squeaky chair. They're out for me today. If okay, you guys okay, watched the last podcast, you'll see that today they're out for Nima. Nima. First, let's introduce our power panel. We're going to start with Nima. As always, we have Nima Mary, managing partner of a Mary law firm. He is our eagle, our legal eagle. He is a rock star deal maker, and he's going to let us know about what he thinks the DNA for real estate is. Then, of course, Not we yet. have. This is where they wanted me. <laughs> all right, they're trying to keep me down. <laughs> Never. You can't keep a Nima down. Look at me, right back up. So, Climb unfortunately, the unfortunately, the little buzzer that we have doesn't work. Right now, so every time we buzz, you have to just pick up his seat and drop him down. There you go. <laughs> Listen, you wrote the Lord Omar's too, so we both think that this is Did normal. Omar, I got her back. No, nice. I'm saying we should. Oh. I'm saying we should. I like that idea. Next, we have Omar Sharif. He is the VP of Alexander Anderson Capital Group. He is our investor flipper expert. And last but never least, and the man who's getting me into my dream home, Ooh. yeah, mm -hmm. is Adam Sperber. He is the VP of Residential for Alexander Anderson Real Estate Group. Awesome. So, Adam, does Noel have the DNA to be a homeowner? Tell us. I think so. I think so, yeah. Um, I mean, it's going to involve a lot of YouTube, a lot of learning how to fix things. But, right. Uh, you no, you're, she's getting an amazing house. I'm very excited to come over and use the pool, go kayaking on the lake or the pond. Guys, it was amazing. So literally, Adam was on a plane to Mexico. If you look back at a couple of our episodes, he was in Mexico. On the plane, I called him or texted him, mm -hmm. and he answered me on the plane. And I was like, I just saw this house. I want to go see it, right? Yeah. He got in touch with the seller's agent, right? And we figured out when they were having an open house like the next day. So we said we would wait. We went in. That was a Saturday. We went back Sunday. We were we submitted our offer Monday. And by Wednesday, no, Thursday, because I was yep. on the show, we were under contract. Can we give a round of applause for Adam? No, I mean, it was, it's, it's just uh, everything worked out nicely. It's a, it's a great house. Um, and just, you know, when the stars align, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I don't know, I don't know any other way to put it. And that's what happens when you work with the top 1%. <laughs> 
I thought it was top three percent. I put him in one percent. Right. I'm her top. You're top. He should in be my your top, top percentage. Right. But so, so anyway, does she have the DNA to be a homeowner? Yes, she does. Yes, okay. definitely, hundred percent. I do. Um, I went if, to the inspection. I followed the inspector around like a puppy. Mm-hmm. And we have yeah. a pool inspection we coming up. We have a pool up. inspection. I have a pond too, guys. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a whole other question because having a pond is like a whole. Right. Nima says it's a bad thing. Yeah, you know how much I pay for like anti mosquito in my house? Yeah. They paid so much for this gorgeous pond. I mean, I think like MC Hammer had my house before. Just water everywhere. So annoying. You can't touch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because this chair's so low. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> so, okay, Noelle, we're going to find out if you have that DNA shortly when you close. So, if Noelle closes on her property. No, 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 no. no. When? when? Okay, there you go. Can, can we talk about how I hit up Zillow that day and he uh, did. I'm still getting messages? You are? Yeah, yeah, yeah on your property. Nima thought it would be oh. funny to reach out. After he knew that Noel was out of attorney review, he reached out to that agent who was listing that house and said, can I buy it? What kind of fun would I be if I didn't try to, to screw Noel out of the house? Wait, she I, responded to you? Someone did. They keep hitting me up. Now I'm like, I'm like apparently on Zillow's call list. Ah, okay. It's so annoying. So what, yeah, what it is is you're probably not talking to the listing agent. You're talking to a buyer's agent. Well, I mean, I offered a solid $300,000 less than she did, so <laughs> they're crazy not to come and accept my offer. So we know it's in Cash Nima's DNA. 30-day closing. All right, so anyway, DNA. There are three characteristics of DNA. Um, now, obviously, this is not about science. This is about real estate. So we're going to take the three characteristics of DNA, and we're going to translate them over to real estate. So does anyone know what those three characteristics are? I'm a lawyer. I'm not a scientist. There are three yeah. words. So first one is residential. Ah. Second one is commercial. Commercial. Ah. Third one is investing. Investor. Okay. Now, one thing you that guys you all need get to know, stars. Just me, or do I see RCI, not DNA? It's, I don't know. My spelling's not can, great. I don't you know. Can, you can trademark that into whatever you want. So everybody <laughs> needs to understand that in real DNA, okay. 99% of people are alike. So everybody here at this table. We are 99% alike in the real world. It's bullshit, I'm 1%. And, we and know I actually that think we're like 99% or 98% alike with pigs or, or something like uh, well, that. Well, I, I wasn't going into animals. We can have <laughs> that saying, in another podcast. Disagree. <laughs> just I'm not like 99% of y'all. Sorry. You're not like 99% of the pigs. But anyway. <laughs> no, um, I'm not like 99% <laughs> of the pigs. Eric we're, and I agree. So we're all the same. We're all the same. We're all the same. 3%. Of your actual DNA is what makes you different. Okay, so that's those three characteristics. We're going to find out if you can do real estate. You know, I have to say this is why I love Eric because before he actually looked up like characteristics of DNA and like you learned about DNA, he's telling you about the backbone and the double helix. So, I th- which I don't yeah. know what any of that <laughs> stuff is. I, my worst class was biology. And if I see blood, I cringe and I, you know, I'll help you if you're dying, but I'm definitely going to have to take a moment to get over it. So anyway, commercial residential investor. Now, I often wonder, like when I started back in the day, how did I get excited about real estate? Back in 1972? Back in 1972. Yeah, no, I was, I was a little bit older than that. But I, people ask me, how did you get started? What made you pick real estate? Why were you excited about real estate? And I'm still struggling trying to understand what was it in my DNA? What was it about me that got me here? And why am I here? So part of today, what we're going to try to do is help you understand if it's in your DNA and what direction that you should head in. And we're going to do that by exploring where I came from and why I got here and why Adam got into real estate and why Omar got into real estate and why Nima became 
Nima. Nima. We're going to talk about all these things if it's in your if it's in your DNA. So let's start. Let's put in front of a tiger. Start with Adam. So DNA. What what made you like? What was it about real estate that excited you? How did you know? You know. So so it's. You know, I'm gonna tell be, us when you first met. All right, so so it was the day I first met Nima. Um, <laughs> I thought it was when you first met me. It was, yes. I actually. Oh remember. my god, yeah, I do remember. I don't remember. You sent some jealousy. I don't remember here on the when podcast. I met you for the first time. This is online. You were stalking me. Yeah, right. It was on Tinder. <laughs> um, Swipe left. <laughs> so so never so been on Tinder. Just Bumble. <laughs> oh my god. Go. <laughs> Um, so, so I kind of, to be honest with you, I kind of stumbled into real estate. I've been in sales for a while. I love sales. You know, the, you eat what you kill mentality. I like that, that side of it. You, there's no cap. You can earn, you know, there's limitless potential, right? You're not capped by anything. You don't have anybody, you know, saying, oh, you didn't close this deal. You're fired. Like the idea is you decide your future. So I've always been in sales and full disclosure, uh, a family member of mine got his real estate license and convinced me, said, we can work together, get your license. So I said, okay, I'll get my license. While I was working in engineering sales, doing you know, a prior, you know, prior um, position. I got my license. Sure enough, they did not end up pursuing real estate. And Eric and I met through a mutual friend and I kind of stumbled into it part-time. And- I remember when you started. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, and I stumbled into it. And I got to the point where I said, you know, I really enjoy this. I'm making more money than I did at my other job, but I enjoy what I do. I enjoy having the, f- the flexibility, the freedom to do what I want and to know that if, you know, if I want to go away on, go to Mexico, mm-hmm. you're not asking permission to go to Mexico from somebody. The, it, it's you, you decide your future. I choose to work really hard, but I, I don't know. I just, right, I enjoy so, it. So we understand why yeah. you like the career, but what got you, what was it about you that connected with real estate? That's what we want to know. Sure. We don't want to know about how it's the best flexible schedule because everybody understands. Sure. What is it that got you, like how would someone know if real estate is right for them? You know, so so on the residential end, it's being just personable, being available. You know, I, I always say to everybody, you're not selling the house. Like when you're working with a family, you're not selling that house, you're selling yourself as a resource. So it's being being personable, being able to build relationships, um, and honestly, just being honest. That's probably the number one thing. That's just, not what I'm asking you. Why? What's the what of your blood? What it's, excited it's you? Person, about? It's the, Did it's, you ex- it's, it's are you excited by people. looking at, at wood and doors and windows? I, I, I yes, I love windows. Okay. It's it's no, it's working with people. It's helping people get into their forever home. So you're you're a part of it. You're a part of this process that they're going to raise their family and their children in. You know, live there for the next thirty years of their life. You're a part of this, and you're a huge part of it in helping them secure. Like you, you're going to live in this house for a, a long time. Yep. So I'm helping you with this process, and in 20 years, I'm hoping you'll look back, and you know we'll be able to think fondly about Adam. Exactly, yes. in the whole process. So but, as grow, growing up, did you always have like, did you like to help people? Did you always want to help people get settled? Did you always want to be a dream maker? What was it? I, I mean, I've always a dream, a dream maker. maker. That is what we're going to call Adam from <laughs> now on. The dream maker. Uh, it, yeah, I've always had a desire to um, just well, I, I just like working with people. I like interacting with people. That's why I've always been in the sales side of it. But what I, I like houses, I like, you know, I just like the whole atmosphere of buying a house. I like the whole process. I'm an engineer by trade, so I like the inspection. I even enjoy inspections mm. because I know what I'm looking at. Um, so well, it's kind of the whole package. But 
I want to say that Adam, and this is what I realized when I first met you many, 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 many moons ago, is that you are one of the most persistent and tenacious people out there. She just so, called you annoying? Yeah. That was no, a nice way of saying it. No, not at all. It's listen, all right. I, I'm okay with that. Listen, Slightly oh annoying. If, if, if Adam <laughs> wants to get in contact with you, he will email you. He will call you. He will text you. He will send a courier pigeon to Stalk your house. You. He will hide in your bushes. But he'll do it very nicely with that wonderful all-American. American smile and you you have no you have no, no shame no will but to fall into his web all right so back so back to the DNA so what was the what is it so you think it's the the fact that you could help people yes and so my question is you just said that you were an engineer by trade mm -hmm. so why not go into commercial why residential just because there's more it's, it's more in my opinion it's more personable you're working well, I think it's because you have a smaller brain that too. Yeah. According to our last podcast, I, I heard. Okay. I heard that I was thrown under the bus very many times. <laughs> but um, we'll talk about that later. Uh, no, if you're not here, you're, you're residential know, right? was thrown under the bus. Yeah. But go ahead. Have you confronted him? Was there a fight? Was there a fight? You we guys, should bring them both on the podcast at uh, the same time. You have to look at one of the past one. I think, I think Mike's going to win that one. First off, all uh, your boxing you piss yeah. off if you're not watching us every week, right? You should definitely watch last week's. But there should be a battle between you and Mike. Let's do it. All right. So personability. Personability. I, I like the, the personal aspect of it. You're, you're dealing with people. You're not dealing just with numbers and dollars and cents. You are helping somebody. You're helping a family. That's specifically with residential, though. Correct. But that's what we're trying but to talk I know. About. I'm what's, saying what's that I'm just letting trait? everyone know that that is specifically with residential. Okay. But, but like you said, the, the, the persistence, the, you know, as Nima called me, annoying, the, <laughs> the, that side of it is- Oh, no, she did. I, you, you said it. I, I'm just trying to simplify things for our viewers. No right. one's being fancy. Uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, I like you. I think you're persistent. And that's I, it. If look, if you know, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you an example right now. We actually have somebody observing right now, and I'm not going to name names. We have somebody that, coincidentally, I had met. Uh, I don't know, maybe four years ago. Craigslist dad. Uh -huh. Craigslist dad. Yes. Um, <laughs> and the reason I met them was because I was going after a withdrawn or expired listing. Okay. And coincidentally, we just got you know started talking again today and realized how i knew him from four years ago and it's because can we ask him did you find him in the bushes waiting for that listening agreement then <laughs> you don't be, have was he being persistent you don't when, have when, when we started talking today i said well i still have his phone number from four years ago from 2018. Wow. and the reason is, is once again i went like you said persistent i went i found his phone number on the white pages Social and i called him and i we actually spoke four years ago and just kind of reconnected today well, so good job adam all right, so. <laughs> so I'm sorry for scaring him off. So, yeah, right. so, so He's like, bye-bye. So, so we can attribute one of these sources from you is that you were always personable yeah. back in the day. All right, oh, so, so let's switch Hopefully over, still let's today, switch over to Omar, who we know is not as personable. <laughs> so Omar, so you've been in real estate. What was your reason and what's in your DNA? What do you think drew you to, to real estate? So, so I think I am personable, but. <laughs> <laughs> In different ways. So similar to Adam, I have a corporate sales background. And oh. part of the reason I got into sales is not so much that I like working with people, although I do, but that's not my main reason. It's because sales is an industry where you could control your earnings through performance. So it's performance-based. I don't want to show up and get paid a fixed wage to just... So you don't care what you sell? No, I do. I do. So what did it tell extent. us? To a certain extent. Why yeah. real estate? What's the... So, so from sales to real estate, mainly because in sales, even though I was in that arena where you could do performance-based, um, you know, activities and whatnot, 
real estate gives you freedom that any corporate job won't give you. Mm -hmm. So my whole goal was how do I build wealth? How do I get into own my schedule, live the life I want to live? No, I can't bust on no more. So did you <laughs> did you always want to be free? Yeah. Like when you were ten years old, you're like, I want to do my own thing. I don't want like were your parents like always directing you in life, and you're just like, I want to break out of this and do of whatever. Of course, I want. the minorities. Yeah. Parents are like, you must be engineer, doctor, or lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna do real estate. Get out of the house. So he's, he's not too far off. No, it, it was, <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. But probably not even engineer. It was more like just get a steady, secure job, um, do good in life, and that's it. And then as far once you do that, you're like, all right, well, this is not bad. But what else is there out there? And then you start seeing people who do things that you want to do, live the life that you want to live, and then you kind of just start working backwards. So how do you how do you get? to that position in life that you want to get to. So what was it that got you excited about real estate? So I looked at a lot of different business opportunities. Sexy billboard. <laughs> was it my billboard where I'm laying there on, on the beach? That, that helped. That helped. Um, so I looked at a lot of different business opportunities. And there's not many options, in my opinion, that will get you to where real estate will get you. And that's why I chose real estate. All right, can, can we can we call kind of bullshit here, right? Tell so me. you ask Omar, what you don't care what you sell. Mm -hmm. I personally think that neither Adam or Omar care what they sell. But they like the fact that the ROI is high and they can't get that through another commodity. Return on investment. Sure. If you guys had another product that you could sell and make much more money, would you leave real mm -hmm. estate to hold do on, that? Hold on, hold on. But it? you could do that in medical sales. I was in that industry. Yeah, it, but you're just, not a pretty female, so that's probably why you ended up. But that's up okay. <laughs> that's, that's Omar sales. would show up in a sexy suit. <laughs> He's a hot guy. And they'd be like, yes. That's, that's, you could sell breast implants Ladies for women. Ladies yes. to get him married off, just so you that's know. That's funny. But um, no, that's that's farm sales. Med sales is a little different. What's but med sales? It's advice sales. It's when you're in no, the I mean, the answer is wrong podcast. No, no, medical sales. Okay, but so you were saying. It's different. So it is. That's part of the reason why I got into medical sales because you can make 300, 500, some top reps with stock options make up to a million. So it's it's a lucrative That's career. True. But to get to that level, it's a long path. And I spoke to my regional manager a couple of times. I asked him what his goals were. And he's been in it for over 10 years and I would never want to trade places with him. So I'm like, if I'm not looking to trade places with him, why continue this? So real estate yeah. offered you the best the best Access of everything, but a not, large sum but of money. not, yeah. But so it seems like you and Adam both have this commonality of liking money, of sales oh, yeah. ability, right? So then, control so we can over your But if you've never done sales, how do you know that you have that sales ability? You know, when you're a kid, like mm. if you have a lemonade stand, yeah, that's or, what I did. So I, you know, as a kid, when I was maybe I don't know, 12 years old, I used to literally, I had this stand. I used to make buttons, and I went. With my aunt, I was maybe like 10 or 12 years old. I went store to store in Forest Hills, Queens, on Queens Boulevard, trying to get them to sell them at their store and give me a piece of it. Did wow. they really do it? Uh, one guy remembered, it was like, like 50, 20 years ago, one guy remembered me recently in the last few years. He spoke to my aunt about it, and he mentioned Aww. that. And he's like, you know, because I was... Let's have him on the podcast. Yeah, we have him. He had a little <laughs> Tell store. Tell about Adam as a child. Yeah, right? <laughs> he had a little store, but I've, you know, I've always had that that desire to sell and to to just be an entrepreneur and do different things. Okay. okay. Wait, did you have that as a kid? Yeah. I, well, not lemonade stamp, but I used to go door to door shoveling snow. Mm. <laughs> Is that where those guns come from? <laughs> <laughs> no, when, when it would snow. Sun's out, guns out, guys. Summertime's um, here. That was a big thing. Instead of running to the park to go slaying, I would be up at eight in the morning and go walk through my entire town knocking on doors asking and shoveling people snow. So that okay. was big back then. Okay. And, and that I loved it because it gave you control over your ability to do things. So this is the question of a real entrepreneur. What did you do with the money you made from shoveling snow? Did you take it and reinvest that? In real estate? Or so, did you piss so, it so off on bubblegum? So I, I saved it because I didn't know what to invest in. And back then, what do you know? But you didn't piss it off on toys or nonsense, right? No, I, I had to. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's funny you mention it. It is. It is because a I bunch see. of you guys may actually do that. So you may get to that first ladder of figuring out a way to make money. But the difference between people on this panel and you is you then spend all that money on stupid aesthetic yeah. things, where somebody like Omar is a kid starts hoarding it under his bed. I did. Exactly Laura Blake and I had a lemonade stand outside her building on 92nd and Columbus in New York City. How many times did you guys get robbed? Never. Then you had a successful lemonade stand. New York is very safe. <laughs> so Where is that money today? No, I had a oh, lemonade no. stand. People would always just take the lemonade. No, no. What, what I'm saying is we really? actually, no, we sure. sold the lemonade. I remember I'd go out and I'd stop people and I'd like look at them all cute and be like, oh, you want to buy lemonade from us? Come on over. Let me take you. I feel like you're so sweet that people didn't even want lemonade. You just hustled them. Into yeah, that's yeah. exactly. But I remember taking the money that we made from there, buying one of those ready-made cookie things that you just put in the oven and then making cookies and then the next day having the big you know powder lemonade and having cookies entrepreneur right so we you're an cookies. entrepreneur so but you didn't buy any real estate no, no just she's 12 dude. just cookies <laughs> like, she's like seven <laughs> years old selling lemonade <laughs> yeah she bought a high rise <laughs> so, so hold on down. we're gonna get to you don't worry when was omar omar when was the first when did you buy your first piece of real estate what age um at 26 bought my first house mm. okay adam when was the first time you bought your first piece of real estate uh i was actually 27. okay nice wow. okay. okay so so nima so we know we know that under so we know Nima here at the podcast remix. So we know that you fall into the DNA of investor. Yep. Amongst other things that we won't talk about. Else <laughs> I, I, I would prefer predator, but sure. So Real so what predator. what were you what what made you want to start investing? And 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 I already know that that it's in your bloodline. It's because I know that your dad had a lot of real estate, so I'll just get that out there. So, but where do you feel? Has, homie just has. don't want to ever sell. Yeah. So, what what is it in your in your background or DNA that got you excited uh, about real estate? Um, I don't think that, to be actually honest, uh, maybe real estate does excite me a little bit. Uh, but I think at our point in all of our careers, the word excitement. We're long past that. We see things in a different capacity. I'm excited about the return. I'm not excited about the actual real estate. Um, and again, I think that's entirely it. Look, do I have friends who make a ton of money in the stock market? Absolutely. Right? Do I have everyone has a different category, and that's because they know that industry well. Um, what makes me excited about real estate is that I know the industry. I grew up in it, right? Um, my father's in it, so from a young age, being actively involved. I learned it to my to its core, right? So why reinvent the wheel? Like you would have to honestly be like stupid. Even me being a lawyer is stupid, right? The real the realization is that while I like the law, uh, I'm passing up on years and years of experience that I have that other people in my age range just simply don't, or even if at my age range do, but they still don't know the level that I think I know. Um, so that's why I like real estate. I know it. I look at it. I see it. I know my ups and I know my downs. I know where I can be and you know I know where my losses can be and it's it's something that I am comfortable with because I can control it. It doesn't excite me. I don't find it sexy. I don't think that anything about it is any different than selling a rock so on a scale level. So maybe it's not in your DNA. So real estate is not. I don't, if I, I I don't think real estate's in anyone's widgets, DNA. You'd be like, oh, I disagree. So, so whose DNA? I think, I, I think Eric would be the one, but whose DNA is it in? It's in my DNA. I don't know, I don't know how it got there, but. For, for everybody out there that wants to understand or, or, or try to get a direction in real estate, like when I wake up, 
you know, other than waking up next to my beautiful wife who always smiles and says, good morning, honey. <laughs> At least we know one person watches um, our podcast every week because Eric throws a compliment she out she weekly. Doesn't, she doesn't watch it. But, um, <laughs> just in case, I though. Think, just in I case. Eric loves you, Lena. And I would trade almost anything. Like, I'm addicted. Like, you have people that are gamblers. Like, I'm addicted to buying properties. I love buying properties to the point where I would leverage almost anything. Well, why? To, I don't know why. It's in my DNA. It's the, just No, there. there's a reason. And, you yeah. just have to be honest I, I with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, there's got to uh, be You've why. once told me when, when – um, with the Newark place, you're yeah. like, you can feel it. You can touch it. You, when you walk by it, you're like, that's mine. Like, so I'm touchy feely. I like yeah. the hug. I like, to, but I'm just saying you, know. you can, but with real estate, <laughs> it's an investment that you can actually touch, but so that's not, it that, doesn't go. It doesn't, enough. it's, it's that's tangible, it right? That's so right. stocks, stocks don't excite me. Because right. they're not tangible. It's, it's not, no, the it's idea not of stocks and sitting there and trading doesn't excite you. Not even if, making the money. Like, yeah, okay, who doesn't want to make $10 million off a trade? So I'm like there the, with you. you like but I'll security. make that $10 million and then I'm going to go buy real estate with that but $10 most million. people will. But Be, because you like the security real estate offers mm. on a long-term no. level. I think it's just in my DNA. I think it's We just, know for a fact that there is no chromosome called real estate. <laughs> well, maybe, <laughs> there, maybe there is one <laughs> like, and we're going to find it today. So we know that Eric didn't like biology, right? All right, so I'll give everyone a quick summary they have yet to identify a dna chromosome right, called right. real estate. so we have to they just identify new black holes anything could happen sure but but that that we're a little more advanced in recognizing the you know rna and dna than we are with with you know deep space but let's let's be a therapist session here let's get to the root of why and eric does love real estate people he he, does. he adores it but there's something about it that he likes Is and i think you hinted to it no, 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 no. Because no, Eric, I, why does it have to be one thing though? It could be a combination of things. Sure. So it let's could be several things. Out. It could let's totally it be. Yeah, analyze know. me. Okay. Oh God. Okay, Eric. So when you when you look at a deal, right? When you look at a piece of real estate, what's the first thing that pops in your mind? What can I do to make this? What can I do to manipulate the property into being worth more? Perfect. Right. Yes. So, so that's we have one factor there, right? Creating value. Yep. Right, mm -hmm. that that you create value, and guys, that's probably the most important thing in real estate. Because if you're out there buying existing value, right, you're no offense, you're already behind the ball because yes. you're you're at the value of today, which fluctuates on cycles. So you'll actually end up possibly losing money. But people like Eric are value add, where they find a property where they can add that value. So in a high market or low market, they're ahead. And we've so, talked about that. Also, value in the, add in sure. Yes. Podcast, okay, so you don't think about the brick, you don't think about the land or the you know the trees on the property. Don't find it sexy. It's how can you add value? What's the next thing that pops in your mind? Let you you figure out. Okay, I can add value by doing so and so and raise the rent roll by thirty percent. What's the next thing that comes in your mind? How do I how do I get it? Fine. Okay, how finance I, it. How do I find it? That's not a passion, how, guys. How unfortunately. Do I sell it. <laughs> yeah. How do I get it? All right. So acquiring. How do I it. get it? And then how do I how do I get it for sale? How do I get the person to actually agree to sell it? Now you have and it. Then how do I accomplish? Okay, now it? now you have and it. He also likes I, I've seen you. I've seen you. You like it when you have someone on the phone or you're talking to someone and there's a moment where they are on your side, like you've switched them over, um, and then you get the gleam in your eyes. Do I that, really? like, yeah, you do. Is that, that like, yeah, it's like yeah. got your property, yeah. blanker. Yeah, yeah. It's mine. <laughs> There's a gleam that comes <laughs> to your eyes. Gobble, gobble, Pac-Man. Okay, so <laughs> all right, so that's that's settled, right? What's the next thing? You've now locked up the property, you own it, you've increased the rent roll. What are you thinking about? Because I know what you're thinking about. So honestly, it's um, it's like 
when you climax and you're like, you're done. And I'm like, all right, on to the next. No, I'm like, I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eric's got a little Once more bigger than the rest of us like, over here. He's, he's got him lined up out the on, door. On to the, the next. next so for, for now me, I bet you wish Lena stopped watching this podcast. Yeah, right. It's literally like, once I get it and I acquire it, and if once I've accomplished that goal with it, I'm done and I'm ready. And I used to he uses, abuses, I, and moves on. No, no, I still maintain. But I, I when I first when I first Side started, check. I used to really enjoy that moment and relish it and like really like handhold the 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 investment. Now I'm just like, okay, what's next? But do you feel that way in residential? Like once you help someone accomplish, are you ready for the next wait, wait, challenge? We're, we're, we're still, we're yeah, still it's, dissecting it's, Eric. It's, it's different. Yeah, it's different than what yeah. okay. let's keep right. Let's keep going on topic here with Eric, right? So Eric, you, you actually, that's not true, right? I, I know you do do that, mm -hmm. but you're missing a point that I know you do on every deal at the end when you're locking it up. And what's that? Say thank you. No, Eric, you're just so polite. You say thank you and please all the time anyway. Okay. Other than when he flashes the middle finger. But all right. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry. That's his thing, guys. Tree trademarked it. So when you, you just bought a commercial property, right? You know the numbers as it stands. But what do you, what do you think of in a time basis? How to, how to get as much cash out of it as possible so I can buy something else? Sure. Well, these are all true. But okay. uh, from my conversations with you, I'm going to just throw it out there so we don't keep going at Locking it. Locking it up? No, you've already owned it. Eric looks out from a time basis. So Eric looks at what that property can become and how we can convert that property possibly into a larger development or with a future plan, right? So that's something I notice you do as well. So you don't look at- So use what he already, what he just got to move on to the next thing and no, make it bigger? No. no, Eric doesn't look at a property and just say, okay, this is what I have and this is how it will stay, right? He'll move on to the next one because Eric likes acquisitions, but Eric then also likes expansion of his acquisitions, right? Uh -huh. So, okay, well, he sees it as this is a block, I own this. If I acquire this and this, I can in the future do this, right? Visualize. That's, that's a large portion of, of what Eric sure. does too. Eric is a long-term investor. He is not a short-term investor. Not, I, look, I don't know percentages, but we've been making them up on most of these podcasts, so screw it. I'll keep doing it. Oh my God, don't say that. 99% of you. Percentages, the rest well, of us Please, don't. yeah, we need a fact check here on our prior podcast. So uh, My uh, DNA percentages were actual. Uh, maybe, maybe, according to Google. So, so I'm saying they probably yeah, were. So uh, I think most of you guys, the difference between you and someone like Eric is, you will buy something, you'll see an upside value, you'll flip it on the market, you'll cash out, you'll go lease a very expensive car you otherwise can't afford, and once the market dries up, you'll probably be stuck. But right? I'll do that too. <laughs> that's, what, that's what a lot of people in real estate do is they go from project to project, cash out, and live this high life off of these quick returns. They don't last forever. I'm not saying all of you, but there's people who do that. Now, Eric's view, right, which makes him different on the real estate end is Eric is, Eric is a long-term investor. So I don't think it's the real estate that turns you on or is sexy to you. It's on your core. I just think you understand real estate at level X, right? It's not, it's past the superficial of basic numbers of buy, sell, spread, basic cap rate. Yeah, but I'm a first level real estate investor. Like my grandfather bought a building Not for his business, but he didn't buy, like he had opportunities. You he could have done what third, your dad though. did you, and you, bought hundreds. Of, like you I'm don't need the to first, be a third. But where, where did it come from? Like I'm still trying to figure it, out how, how did I get may, to may, Maybe you just stumped, is there any potential you just stumbled into it and you said, wow, I this enjoy doing great. this. Right. great. We know he did. We know the answer to that is because he was looking, he told us in prior podcasts, guys, I you did. gotta listen. He started saving up money, 
right? His first acquisition was actually a piece of property that interested him in an area that he wanted to live in, right? Yeah. He made a ton of money off of that. And that's when he first realized you can make a lot of money on real estate. And that's You're what triggered- real estate agent. That's what triggered Eric's passion. So guys, if it was another product that Eric was selling, he'd be talking about something different. He just found something, made a substantial amount of money, and that turned him on. He's like, wow. And he educated himself where he now leveled up, leveled up, leveled up. So his passion comes from knowledge because you feel secure in real estate because you get it, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't feel secure in stocks. You don't feel secure no. in options. No. So Although it's like if, it's I, if I was excited about it, I could learn it. I'm not stupid. I could go and read just like everybody else. Well, typically if you're good at something, it excites you, right? If you're yeah. successful at something, me. it excites you. It's not a DNA thing. You just got into it. You saw the returns. I think it is a DNA thing. So for our viewers out there, what if they don't believe that they have it DNA, but they want it. They may not have it in their I DNA. I think you have to expose yourself. So okay. like, as Nima said, you made a good point. Like, I didn't know that real estate was in my DNA. I knew, so I ran the student store when I was in seventh, eighth grade in the school. I had like- You sold party calculators back to <laughs> yeah. other students. So I was an entrepreneur. I tried to, to do these little different businesses. And then, so maybe the, the part of the DNA is, is if you're in, if you like to sales. sell stuff. So sales, entrepreneurial, but like, for me, it's all about commercial and investing. So where did I get into that level? That's what we need to figure yourself. out. Yourself, you got into it yourself through that first sale. And then you roll that, right? And that was what that's what did it for you. For Adam, you know, it's helping the people and getting their sales. Adam for was Omar. Adam was right. literally in engineering, which equates to building things in a commercial or residential basis. And engineers are not on the front end of making money unless you're a software engineer at Tesla. So right. he found a way to- He has a Tesla though. He found a way to I take do. his knowledge. He knew about Thank property. You. He, <laughs> you indirectly know about real estate as being an engineer, and you recognize that you could scale your knowledge, make more money doing something that you already know, right? Well, well yeah, so I started out as an engineer, and I sat behind a desk for eight hours, you know, right. nine hours a day, just sitting there programming all day. And I, I made decent money, but I hated it. Because I got to the point where I said, I'm doing the same thing every day. Like, like you said, Omar, yeah. I'm making, you know, I know what I'm gonna make, great. So I know I'm getting X amount per month, and this is my paycheck. But there's no, you know, I work faster, I work harder. There's really, what am I gonna get? A few percent increase year after year. Mm -hmm. So then I transitioned into engineering sales because I know I like being personable. I like being out there and I like- And there was no financial cap. And there's no financial cap, exactly. Like you, you the more you sell, the better you are, the more money you make, simple as that. Um, and then, you know, but once again, I was working for a company that- well, Working they actually, for the man. I was Can working for the man. the air conditioner here by any chance? Uh, I'm not an HVAC oh. guy. <laughs> um, it's hot. Yeah, it is kind of warm. Um, but I, I got- We're excited about it, We are, we're the very DNA excited. DNA is overworking now. That, that's trying, it. The DNA is trying the, to The double helix why. or whatever it is. I, I um, guess Eric stopped reading after the first page of DNA. <laughs> Here's a question. DNA what does it work? Wait, wait, wait. What, what does DNA stand your, for? Your DNA works every day. I it's, don't know. It moves and it thinks. I was thinking it, about this this whole podcast. Your DNA thinks. Yeah. But so so so, 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 so real estate. <laughs> I don't know. Yours thinks. You know, like like I was saying, maybe you yeah. stumbled into it or whatever it was. I stumbled into real estate. It, it was I was in engineering sales and I stumbled into it and I found wow I like this. There's no cap. I like the the personal feel to it that you're helping people. Um, and you but you definitely are a residential real you estate are. guy. So yeah. that's what it's uh -huh. like. Whereas I am 150% a commercial It's a completely guy. different world. Completely different so world. If, 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 if DNA is in your res, is in is in real estate, how, now you have two types of DNA, no, like a three. subsection? We have, res, residential. we have you, which is the one that's closely related to, anyway. Um, we have the investor DNA, which <laughs> is you. We have the commercial DNA, which is me. And, and we have the residential. Adam. 
which is Adam and Omar. Well, Adam, uh, Omar, you're kind of like you're like mix. both. I'm a mix. Well, you're like and you can do both. Omar, this is messed, messed up, Samantha bro. Samantha asked a question. <laughs> yeah. No, but says, Samantha, she said she'd like to do rentals and commercial. How does she know that commercial is for her? We like, do a DMHS. How, we offer that. How would you know? We that actually are trying to come up with an analysis right. where we're actually going to have some kind of tests that we're going to put on our website that shows like how do you know if if commercial or residential is right for you so what i always think with we put aluminum on our head and <laughs> yeah we're gonna, we will we will Nima is going to personally person. put the, the aluminum on your head bring your own aluminum anyway so, so how does she know if if she should be going into commercial if she's an eric try or it. an adam yeah that's it try, it. try it try before you buy yeah mm -hmm. don't milk the cow i tried commercial at the beginning free, right? like residential try everything you did so, i did commercial yeah. i did adam, more commercial adam, so adam and i fortunately uh, i actually have known Adam early on in his career. Yes. And um, Adam and I have got to work together closely on a lot of different things, and I've got to watch him grow over the last 30 years. Um, 30 years. 30. We, were, we were pretty much neighbors. Yeah, there you go. So, you know, it's you just have to try everything. childhood? Yeah. No. 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 But coincidentally, he did live in the house around the block from yeah. where I grew up. We just had like a time warp of like yeah. 10 years. You moved in and, and we, moved we moved out. In, we moved out. Yeah. We moved out. That's Something. why you moved in because yeah. we moved out. The neighborhood but, um, got better. Yeah. So try everything. <laughs> like Omar and I are, are starting to do development. You know, um, we're trying things. You don't know until you try. So Samantha, just go out there and try everything. Do a lot of reading. Um, understand what the difference is between commercial and residential. You know, when you go into a store and you're learning about how to rent that store, if you're if you're learning about how to sell an investment property, do you like math? Do mm. you like um, figuring it? Do you like accounting? How do the numbers stack up to you? Um, if that stuff interests you, then it's probably more in your DNA. Like, if you don't care about any of that and you just want to go look at pretty houses or you want to look at, Is that you what know, you do, Adam? You sorry. just go look at pretty houses? Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Samantha, whose personality do you like better, right? That, that, let's just shortcut this. Do you like Eric's personality better or Adam's? I don't know well, what I'm looking at. Well, expecting an Samantha, you, no, no, listen, you got to answer. We don't, we, answer. we don't know you in detail. We take a call It'll in. be anonymous. But <laughs> based off of that, totally I'm going to say that that's what you like better, right? Because each of them are personality-based, mm. right? So, Samantha, what's your answer? I mean, I... I Do we see dot, dot, dot? I yeah. give a good personality either way. Eric could be residential, too, yeah. personality-wise. But yeah, but, but so I do. is residential. You did residential, right? I did. I did. But Different Adam, personality. But after last, we, last we do podcast, have, he doesn't even want to talk about <laughs> the only it. Guy but Adam, let me ask you this. Judged. You're in residential, but do you plan to stay in residential long-term? Or do you want to evolve? So, I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Last, no, because you, you know said, what? Hold on, hold Bye. on. <laughs> so Adam, you said that you're in residential because yes. you like interacting with people, working with people, helping people. So, on. is that your permanent gig where you see yourself staying? Uh, I, I've just honestly, I found more success, and I found that I'm better at it. My personality maybe meshes better with the residential side, but I do a lot with investors, not on the commercial end as much, but more with like two, three, four families, which is still technically residential, but it has a lot of the dollars and cents aspect to it. I just had an accepted offer today for exactly that, for a three family. And it's, it's got the same thing. You're running cap rates, you're doing the returns, you're running numbers and things like that. So I kind of have a little bit of the best of both worlds. Um, and it's just strictly numbers there as opposed to, are you going to love this house and live here for the next 30 so, so in 10 but years. But it's not as exciting as when he sells like a $2 million mansion. He still loves that. Yeah, no, it's fun. I like that 5%. Like that huh? So if 10 years from now, do you see yourself sticking to 
I like working with people, interacting with people, or is that going to change? No, Adam's gonna start hating people. It's gonna yeah. change. No, right? Adam's but, a, Adam's a people person. But, but you know, his my, my plan will change because that's what happens in real estate. But people. also, my plan is to follow what happens in the market. So mm -hmm. if I get to a point where the housing, you, you have to kind of go with what's going on right now. So right now the housing market is hot because of COVID and, and other things. There's a high demand, so it's, it's great. Warm. It's warm now. It was hot. Sorry, it still is pretty warm though. Um, it's Miami, not Panama. I would Miami. say it's North Carolina. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Georgia. But, <laughs> um, but it's, you, it's you, getting back to Jersey. <laughs> go ahead. That's thank good, you. Because I need to buy a house. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, I know a great realtor. Um, I like pretty. Oh! I like pretty houses. I like pretty houses. It's I either really hot you. here, or Eric is blushing. So I looked, <laughs> I, no, I looked at a house yesterday. Yeah. And I was going to send it to you today to be like, give me your f, your f, no, your f, your opinion. My opinion on it. Yes. But then he realized that that would then be retaining you as his agent. So no, I, he sent I, it to I, me I instead. Know, uh, I'm not worried about that. Look, if Samantha's calling, it says unknown caller. But um, <laughs> did you respond did you yet? Yeah. Samantha, but I see you, you hiding anyway. out there. So. You know, no, I, I'm, I'm open to whatever. Like, I, I like the residential aspect better. I found that I've been more successful. I found that I've just, I just, I like the whole process. But that doesn't mean I'm going to do it forever. I do commercial deals here and there, but I do generally do more on the residential end. I, I'm no, not, one, no one in your background and your family is real estate? Uh, like real, not no. like your cousin, your brother? No, no, no. Okay. No. Omar, I mean, anyone in your background real estate? No, my uncles did some stuff, but not really. Yeah. But you've moved out of residential, right? Now you're just investing and doing like yeah. big time developments where you're gonna. I'm working on it. Rule the world. No, he's That's still the goal. he's still doing a little bit. Yeah, he only so does I, big I stuff with, now, like one million and up. Okay. So with friends and family referrals for the most part. Okay. Um, but I think the common theme here is you do residential because you found success in it, right? Mm -hmm. I, I enjoy it too. Real estate it's a, success. But everyone it's, it's, enjoys when they make money. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's true. If you were losing money, we'd be like, I'm so thing. passionate about real estate. At this table mm -hmm. that actually has like a history of real estate is you, Noel. Wow. You're the only one that has that DNA. Like it's from your dad. Your dad did real estate. I, I just look, I just know it to its core. But you grew mm -hmm. up with it, right? I To a, an, a very, very, very micro to macro level. Even and you hate it at this point. You no, do? I, I don't hate it. I love it, right? But I, I, I've, I've evolved. You just said he evolved past the Past the point of being passionate about it. Okay. I just know I it. So what yeah. makes me passionate about it is I see the opportunity to make returns using my own two hands. Not literally, but look. I trust myself with my money. I, I'm not the type of person who's like, well, I'm gonna put it with a stockbroker. Like, why the hell would I give somebody else my money to figure out how to make it? Then they'll lose it. Like, if I lose my own money, good. I lost my own money. At least I know it was in my hands. I'm not gonna put my money in someone else's hands. So what do I know really well? I don't know the stock market. I can read a bunch of nonsense crap that people put in my mind on the internet, you know, that, well, you know, so-and-so just bought 2.8 million shares of this. I don't know what the hell that means. Mm -hmm. I know real estate. I know that I can see a property and I can put X into it. I know exactly how to fix it. I because I was taught, you know, I went to engineer, I'm not only an engineer, but even before that, my dad made me work on a micro level, like literally painting crappy apartments just so I, I would, would pay to see that. Yeah. He, look, his whole, his whole mentality is you can't actually manage or know 
unless you've done it yourself because people will take That's advantage true. of you. So That's I just know true. it. I know everything about it. I know what my contractors are. Some electrician called me the other day talking complete bullshit about, I got to rewire this and rewire that. I'm like, dude, I've got the $22 tester from Home Depot. It, the, the plug is wired wrong. That's why it goes off when the switch flips. I was like, I, I'll come do it myself. Don't waste my time. If you want to do it, just tell me how much. He went from like charging me $4,000 of electrical work to $60, <laughs> right? right? It just pissed me off. Yeah. So That's at the why end it's of the day, good to watch YouTube. But listen, I know when I'm getting ripped off, I see the change order and then I decide, you know what? It's not worth the headache. I get it. But because of that, I like real estate because you cannot, there are very few other professions where you can consistently make money in high and low markets. I know I can flip a house in a hot market, cash out and do well. I know I can buy a property, debt service it, rent roll it. It'll be a appreciating asset. It'll be a tax deduction. I'll basically be paying off any debt I have on it. And in 20 years, it'll be worth the same, if not more. And I have, I have an increase in my net worth. Right. I see it on a fundamental level. So basically we have Three, the three DNAs represented. You're the investor DNA. Omar, you and I, I think are are well. No, you're you're kind of investor Thanks. slash residential. Omar's yeah. investor. He just wants the, the girls to not delete his number, so he's, he tries to. <laughs> Adam, you're cares. all residential. Pretty much all, all residential. I'm um, commercial Close investor. So Noel, as the director of the Center for Real Estate Education, mm -hmm. what do you see? Like you've you've graduated thousands and thousands and thousands of of kids. Or not kids, not adults, kids. adults, young people, <laughs> middle-aged, senior citizens. And we've had as young as 18 and as old as 89. So, so what are you like, what are you recognizing? Like, do you see, the, are there people that stand people out? Want, like, what are you people seeing? People want the unlimited income. That's huge. They want to be the the freedom to do what to do it the way they want to do it. They want that freedom. They don't want to work for someone else. Um, you see the people who actually get from A to B who actually just finish the course. They are tenacious. They know how to persevere. Mm -hmm. um, they have attention to detail. I won't tell you how many people do not finish the course just because they didn't pay attention to detail. And I know you pay attention to every single detail out there. You'll catch things. You, oh my God, sometimes it's annoying. You catch every detail Imaginable. It's details Imaginable. is what counts. Yeah. yeah. The, the devil is in the, the details, guys. Mm -hmm. And you have to be self-motivated. <laughs> no one is going to tell you to do it. And that those are the people who actually make it from here to so there. So can you look at a student and be like, your commercial. Failure, success. Well, I wasn't going to go there. I was going to be like, can you look at a student and say commercial or residential? Isn't that the same I thing you put in the mic? In some ways, <laughs> no, but in some ways you can. Tune into in the last podcast. You can. The people who are more smiles, they're very friendly. They she just uh, called you not friendly. I'm sorry. I, she I'm said not, it. I'm not saying that you're not friendly, but they're more about let's get to know the person. Wait, who's not friendly, Eric? No, no. Eric's very friendly. <laughs> Who'd she call not friendly then? I'm not calling anybody, anybody other than residential. Friendly. I'm just saying that the people who have that warm and fuzzy feeling are usually the people that really want to go in. Okay. To, or if they're creative and they have that eye, <laughs> it might not be that they're all so much real estate, but they're into the architecture or the interior design of it. Okay. Can we ask a question to the viewers, right? Because there are certain people watching this, this live, mm -hmm. right? What made you want to go into real estate, right? So is it in no, your DNA? Like, what's your, like, why are you right now tuning in? Why are you involved in, you know, ancillary things or, or getting your license or whatever else? What turned you guys on about real estate? Can we get a couple of you guys? In the chat, that? let us know what turned you on to real estate. It's going to be Was money. it Adam? Was it Omar? <laughs> <laughs> no one's typing. I don't it's think it's if anyone. Money. 
<laughs> I don't know if it's money. I mean, I think money, sure money does yeah. make the world go round. But like, if you talk to some of my my mentors, oh, Samantha came back. Samantha, 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 she's back from her lunch break. <laughs> if you talk, if you she talk, said versatility, versatility. Mm-hmm. Oh, I okay. thought she was gonna say who she is. Personality, she like. Better. Yeah, can we get an answer to that one, <laughs> yeah. Samantha? We we need to know whose personality. Ten box to the like first better. five people, she's right? Who answer? Some food. Who do you like best, Samantha? Do you like who was it? You it was me or Nima? Adam. It was whose personality? No, we already do you know that. Like Adam, Adam or Eric, because that'll define whether you're commercial real estate. Your Nima's. And then ten bucks to the first five people who comment and say what got them into wanting to be in real We're estate. We're not giving you ten dollars. I am. Was that legal? No. She said, no. "How am I supposed to choose? You both are just so perfect." The, forget so. that. The personality. <laughs> I want to choose. See that she actually type that. <laughs> so listen. <laughs> so I don't. I don't those, know. How am I supposed to choose? She did. She did. Okay. All right. Um, good answer. So those those are what I see, and when you know. That's that a, that's a, by the way, that's a great right. sales answer right there. You don't answer the question. You just move on to something else. <laughs> I'm still on. First five people to say why they're in real estate, ten bucks. I will actually mail you cash in an envelope. You never just answer. Cash. Can I answer it? Do I get do I get ten dollars? No, no, you have to be you have to be live right now. Ben Moe. Yeah, All right, first five people, guys, let's go. <laughs> so and then you, you're so gonna email Noel and she'll I, give me your address. I was saying I was yeah. saying that, you know, the warm and fuzzy people definitely you think they're gonna go into residential. Where the people who are more like, I wanna just cut down to brass tacks. All right, here's a cool question, go right? So you've known me for like twenty years. Mm-hmm. You've known you've known Adam for like six years. Yeah. Do we have any DNA characteristics? Yes, you're both persistent. Okay. You're both, you pay attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you both are very personable. You both are very, very personable. Um, I don't know. Um, Three isn't First five people, guys. Oh my ah, God. You both, you both can solve problems. Uh, Noel, do we have anything yeah. yet? So Calvin says to supplement my client's need as an investment adversary in his advisor, inv- advice. Worst, Whoa. worst ten bucks I've ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> Next, um, in his advisory business. Okay, um, okay. Oh, I think that's, that's a solid, Brenda, that's a solid answer. answer. That's Calvin. She just didn't finish up. Okay, Calvin, Calvin. You're, you're locked in for your money. Brenda, Brenda said to help others realize their dream. I like that, Brenda. It doesn't you're, matter. You're on. You're on. You're on team, Brenda. Yeah. You're <laughs> residential, Brenda. Listen, guys. You know it's even better than the ten bucks. Ooh. You put more than 10 bucks here. Well, there's five people, right? You know what's better than the 10 bucks that that Nima just put out there. (laughs) We will make sure that you get- I satisfied my end, guys. You don't get the money, you come to Noel. We we will make sure once you answer that you get one of our brand new merch shirts, okay? So it's it's worth more than 10 bucks. Who else did we say? Um, there's Brenda. Samantha gets a shirt just for being Samantha. So it's and exciting. Wait, so again, DNA. We, we, we have a few live listeners right now. Can we, we always can, have live? Listeners. Can we just ask them? Sure, ask them. Can, okay. Actually, can can, can you just 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 <laughs> what got you into real estate? What made you want to take the class? We can't hear. Them. Wait, wait. We're gonna we're gonna bring them up. You, you don't get up? ten dollars. All right. Don't trip you up. You're very expensive. Just watch out for the cables. Watch out for the wires. Thank you for having me. Sure, um, please. Turn in. What's, what's your name? My name is John. John, John Eric, how, are how are you? Just listening to this, I, I can both, I can identify with both because, uh, first of all, I agree with with Adam here. Because if you look at, oh, the, go back to your seat. <laughs> John, no, John's got Tom to Ford reading glasses. No, he's, <laughs> right. he's commercial. No. But if you listen to what Adam is saying here, when you think about a family, and th- this goes back to 
when does DNA become learned behavior? Now, as I've grown up, no, I'm not. I'm a sales guy. But as I grew up, I coached college football. So one of the things I had to do was coach, was recruit. And from that, I learned that there are three main things that, that people make in their lives, decisions they make. One, where are you going to go to school? Two, where are you going to live? And three, who is you going to marry? And that was kind of how I looked at that. So when I look at Adam, I think about where are you going to live? And that's live? a very important thing about people uh, that, that to, to someone is where they're going to live. And so it's, it's a satisfaction and helping that person find and identify that one place that meets their needs. So is it in your DNA? Yes, it is. But, right. but it's learned. But it's, lear it's learned behavior. And, the, and, and I'll get back over to the, to the uh, commercial side. Uh -oh. Because I've sold <clears throat> uh, technology, I do appreciate the fact of being competitive with other companies and selling um, and selling things, and so I look. I like the idea of competing with other companies to show value, grow, show how they can grow their business, and those type of things. So, so this, this is the lion coming out. He started off talking about how he's a Thank college football coach. Well, can we talk it. about this guy? Is type A personality? He's yelling at a bunch of competitive athletes who are performing to be the best. So, if you the notice how we is, how we started off, because Adam obviously. Was his friend for four years. You know, residential is nice. He got that twinkle in his eye, and when he started talking about commercial businesses and being the investor. Right, what's your name again? John. 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 Thank John. you so You're much. You're gonna get a free T-shirt. Anyway, we got our five people. We have our three people. Winner, winner, chicken yep. dinner. All right. So again, DNA, three characteristics. If you have it or not in 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 real estate, residential DNA, commercial DNA, or investor DNA. We've covered the fact that. I don't know what DNA I have. I, I actually thought about it during this podcast. And, you know, my dad and my grandfather were both into electric. My grandfather was an electrician and a mathematician. So maybe that's why I'm in commercial. Real there estate is math, people. Plus, go. minus, Excel spreadsheet equations, cap rate. Real estate is math. So look back. Do that ancestry.com, but really just do it, like figure out who, who, who your people were in the back. Stereotype yourself and when you're done. Today's sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> and just remember that it doesn't really matter what your DNA is. If you want to do something, if you visualize it, you can make it happen. I'm a big visualizer. I don't care what it is. I can make it happen. Noelle, the same thing. If Noelle wants to do something. I can do anything. If Noelle Actually, wants to sell the Empire State Building, she could. She I just has to really you, want it. I want to tell you, when I was in high school, me and my friends, we came up with this slogan. We were like, nothing is impossible. And anytime we would like have like something that was going on, we'd just be like, nothing is impossible. And we'd start chanting it. I was like these, nothing is nothing impossible. Is impossible. <laughs> nothing is impossible. Yeah, we'd start chanting it. So Noelle, I do believe a, what's that. What's in your mind? Just a quick question for you. Mm -hmm. What is the what is the real estate lifestyle for commercial and what's a real estate lifestyle for residential? I feel as though the biggest difference when I look is that you are always on call and and commercial is not always that, that's, on call. That's business lifestyle. I what's actually the lifestyle? think the lifestyle. The lifestyle? Here's wow. the lifestyle already. It's Tesla versus Porsche. Ooh. <laughs> that defines it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if you really look to the root of that, it does define personalities between the two. Right? Secure, unless you don't have a charging station, right? I think of it more being community-based. Like, you you have to get more into the community, more into people's lives, where you don't care how many kids they have or how many bathrooms they have. No, I just want people to have successful businesses and successful development opportunities and... <laughs> 
<laughs> and I could yeah. care less about right, you. Right, Omar? <laughs> That's right. So, and, and uh, Omar and I are building a building, which we're going to yeah. talk about. Very yeah. exciting. Yeah. We got our Wait commercial loan approved. Different and so. we're going to go into debt by like $10 million. And we'll either be on this podcast in the future with nice new clothes or we'll be wearing Nima's hand-me-downs. Yeah. <laughs> I show up in like podcast, like polos and vests. I think I dress down more than all of you guys combined. Everybody just give me a tough time. Anyway, you're always wearing your Mary, yeah. Mary Law firm. DNA. So if you have a reason or if you have a, an idea as to why your DNA or what's in your DNA, if you could figure out what brought you into real estate, please tell us in the comments below. Yeah. And Noel, what are you going to ask me to do? I'm going to ask you, oh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. You're going to subscribe on YouTube. You're going to subscribe on Spotify. You're going to go to Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and anywhere that you get your information from. And you're going to subscribe to the Center for Real Estate Education. And you're going to meet us back here next week. And if you visualize it, you can own it. Yep. Thanks for seeing us on the remix. Bye, guys. Bye.